But hello, everybody, and welcome to the 19th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educator Collins, and I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. How are you doing? Doing great. Excited for today. How are you, Collins? I'm doing pretty well. You know, I'm always tired, especially when we get to doing these at the end. I'm like, oh, my God, that was a lot of work. You know, it must be nice. <laughs> but... Uh, doing well, and uh, we're here with our special guest, Nicolina. How are you doing special. as well? Oh, I'm Very great. Special. I'm pretty tired, so apologies in advance if I say something like dumb or I'm slow-brained today, but I've been awake for a while trying to fix my sleep schedule. Yeah, I've, I'm always amazed at your, at your schedule. Every time I tune in, I'm like, how, how does she do it? How is she still awake? <laughs> you know? I barely... <laughs> It, barely do it it's it's very fascinating to me but glad to have you on yeah. here it's always great to have um very skilled players and things like that in our Thank in you. our conversation uh we always start off with our um weekly overview just kind of discussing uh how things have gone this week anything interesting anything unique just like meta shows or things like that so uh, if you want to start it off nicolina oh uh weekly news um no, just like uh, how is your how second? is your games been? Yeah, this oh my week. games. I mean, I, I can go first if you like. It's just like a feel for <laughs> no, oh yeah, no. like this week. Oh, I've been doing this and it's been working great, and I've been gaining points. So like oh, oh you know, okay, I'm losing to this or yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Um. Well, I had such a hectic life, real life month last month that I didn't play at all. So I basically, yeah, I probably played like a total of fifteen games the entire month. And then I came back totally not feeling like I knew what was going on at all. Um, and it was like shortly after the nerfs or buffs or whatever happened, all the some heroes got brought back. And right. um, so, you know, it's been not ideal. <laughs> I just had a game just now, right now, before this, where I took 30 damage on turn eight to trade Prince Gallywix. I wasn't even really weak doing pretty good was it like a prize game fun. or did they have like a I, boat or something stupid they had, uh, somehow had double light fairing and uh some other stuff i don't know i mean they had a whole bunch of extra gold because uh, that's the hero power now right. so i guess they had just been leveling way ahead of curve and yeah i just happened to hit a bad moment there and my my trades my break points were ended up not being good and I left a lot everything alive with one or two health. <laughs> they had a huge taunt, I think was part of the problem. It had like um like um sixty health or something on this taunt and I couldn't get to the light fangs and I died. <laughs> and so that's it's that's a killer setup for sure with the fangs <laughs> behind a big ass taunt. I also uh, the same thing happened. I think I posted a clip on Twitter like two days ago. I saw uh, that. Not one. the exact same thing. <laughs> no joke. That happened to me legit again two games later. But it was with a wildfire Ely, a gold wildfire Ely, um, the second time. <laughs> Those are the rough games yeah. where you're just so it's been, everything. yeah, it's been like that. Yeah. That's basically how it's been. It's been like that. <laughs> uh, my games have not been that extreme, I would say, in general. Uh, I, nice. I, the mm -hmm. only like uh real confusing like stuff is whenever prizes are in. I think I said this last week, right? But anytime prizes are in, I just, I'm not sure exactly how strong everyone will be. And yeah, 
in my in my own games i've had games where i'm like this is not reasonable as a board state you know like i <laughs> you've seen it Jay. where i'm just like this is not balanced in like this setup there's no way you can deal with it you know things like that and sometimes my opponent has it sometimes i have it so um in 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 those games but just generally my games have been all right just kind of um still kind of doing my same play style i'm pretty stubborn and like i'm not i'm not like changing uh well i mean i i am adapting but like i still like you know being somewhat risky in my plays you know sometimes it doesn't work out but mm -hmm. it it's been all, all right so far how about you Shady? so today i'm minus 500 but a lot of just like Sounds stupid good. games and non-games where you, you know you just take a bunch of damage or just you just see these hits and you're like, could it have been any worse? Oh my god. But, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah right. all day. Today, just like, also, today and yesterday yeah. were so bad. I wound up like 150 ranks positive over six hours. And I'm like, okay, at least I went positive, but it just so slow. It feels so like so grindy. Yeah. I mean it could be it could be bad. Like for for the most part, like I'm having a I'm having a lot of fun still and I I, I think that I'm I'm learning and I'm getting better. It's just like this, like sometimes you just have these top eight games and then these really hard fought games. You need like three or four of them to make up for that top eight. Right. But I, I would say the main thing that I've experienced uh, maybe the last two weeks or so is that I have this feeling sometimes where I'm like, oh, you know, like that would be too strong where you're like, ah, oh, that's like a gold inefficient line. I don't really want to do that. And the more you play right with these really uh, other strong opponents and these just maybe meta shifts where, you know, especially with prizes and where anything can happen, it's been so often that I've been leaning more to the, I can't be too strong. <laughs> you know, so I'm just going to do it. And I'm taking the upside of, you know, yeah. let's say I'm a little bit too strong and I kill the guy. Cool. There we go. He's out of the game. That's fine. Right. So it's, uh, you know, because my opponent can have the exact same mindset where they say okay let's just you know be really strong and if you randomly hit a person that went all in that turn um you know you could take 25 or more so that that's i guess the thing this week that's been good for me it's just realizing oh cool here you know like randomly today i put like a junk pot as a finisher on my turn because it worked well with the gold and normally i would never do that but i had a couple mechs next turn i bought a menace and you know three turns later this junk pot's still on my board because it's, uh, it's actually kind of okay you know? <laughs> but it would have never hit the board had i not thought like okay what's the strongest play this turn and i've been going with that a lot more and that feels good instead of just chasing this comp that i have in my head where i'm like oh this this minion doesn't belong in that comp so i'm not gonna buy it and, and that's been good for me yeah sounds like a great strategy if you want to not be last you know yeah, buying minions <laughs> <laughs> that keep you alive i know revolutionary but it works sometimes uh moving now we'll get to our next topic uh the uh there's been patch notes right so patch eight 20.8.2 is live and the big change is that um they've they've adjusted the prizes so before they said they were going to do it but they, they hadn't done it now they've actually done it where if you are lower in the leaderboard so if you're like bottom four if no one's died you're going to get better prizes and that's that's live today theoretically so i just want to know what what are your thoughts on these changes we talked about it a little bit last week but we hadn't ha heard from you what do you think about it yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, uh, so I actually, I'm not sure which prizes, you know, are allocated oh, right. to uh, top or bottom four. I, I can't remember. Do I remember off the top posted? of my head? Did they post that? Got the, uh, the double attack one is in the bottom brackets. You can't get that. Double battle cry. You can't cry get that if you're bottom. Yeah, well, that's that. That was be. I, I don't know if that's. You know, it's always so confusing, right? Like, is it live? Is it yeah. not live? Is it working this time? Is it not I... working this time? But if we're going off the information, I believe they said that you can't get double battle cry. You can't get actually the double attack is still in, is it not, Collins? I think we said that yeah, we shouldn't be able to get that. Double attack is still in, but yeah, they somehow think be. that's a good prize. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they think that doubling attack is a great prize. They've... So was that put in the original like um, announcement where they said prizes were back? Uh, I don't think they said which one. I think they just said you get better prizes. It, it wasn't right, the but actual announcement, but then they changed it. Like later on, they put it in. Are you are you sure? Did we yeah. not? But I'm saying like you know the specific um prizes. Like like I know. I guess I can just look in the other place, right? I suppose I could. No, it's fair, but I mean, we have this stuff in Arena all the time where they said we have we have adjusted offering rates. Period. <laughs> just like, okay, thank you. That's a lot of information. So yeah, they initially didn't even say which prizes were better. They just said better prizes will be offered. Um, what but, I think. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Okay, so the bottom tier prizes that won't be offered to you if you're in the bottom half. Big banana, new recruit. Uh, new recruit is which add a minion to the tavern. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and then great deal gruel rules. Wait, what's great deal? Oh, um, downgrade the cost of the tavern, right? Yeah, Baron's blessing. Double battle cry is unlimited coin. Repeat customer. Oh, that's put a minion back to your hand, and all the glitters is make a minion in the store gold, right? That's like a yeah. pretty good one, isn't that a good prize? <laughs> I, I, I think their logic is where if you're behind you don't really get the like take that where where a lot of the time i feel like you buy this one and then you hold it for when you roll specifically the minion you want and you can like buy out the shop and stuff like that so yeah, you can get like a six drop usually though i don't know yeah i'm I, I don't know. I think your logic is not sound, right? When it comes to those <laughs> prizes, so I'm I'm with you. I mean, where I would much rather, you know, randomly get the golden minion than doubling it. Yeah, yeah, I get that one all the time. But I was gonna say that. Okay, so what do I think? I think that the first prize is really kind of arbitrary. Who's in the bottom four on turn four? Right. Like, I feel like um, it doesn't really matter. And some heroes like Jandis might be in the bottom four that are gonna be a strong hero in a couple turns like two to three turns and then they're gonna get a good price i don't know that might not work out but i do like it for the second two price turns okay i i think that's a a fair point right we talked about last turn in that um some some heroes like hyper level right and then this is gonna mm -hmm. kind of reward uh yeah. the people that are hyper leveling and and that they're going to level to try to get the good prize. And then they, because they're going to be lower health, they're going to have a higher chance of paying the good prize, right? So it makes the, um, like going to five, a more viable strategy, right? And like, yeah. do we like that? I as think a, I'm fine with it. Okay. Personally. I think it's like, I mean, you still might not get the prize you want and True. you might 
take too much damage and there's still like a lot of risks and the prize might not be enough to make the difference if you already took a bunch of damage. I feel like taking damage on purpose is usually not a good strategy either way. But what do you guys think? Uh, it's definitely a riskier, but you know, I'm already doing this. <laughs> To be fair, like, yeah. I, I'm right. already so, hyper leveling, so it just makes yeah. my strat easier for me. Uh, I don't know if yeah, so I don't think it matters too much. What about you, Shady? Yeah, the argument I had was that it's not necessarily taking damage on purpose, it's hyper leveling, and that's something we already see with, yeah. say, a ghost in the lobby when there is a clear advantage to just saying, all right, screw whatever, I'm just leveling, and I'll just catch back mm -hmm. up later if I get a free turn versus the ghost. Where this is not as extreme as getting a free turn, but still, you are encouraged to go for these, you know, go all out, go crazy, and just make it work kind of lines. And especially because there's some heroes like Omu that, you know, they'll be in the bottom four, but it'll be very manageable, and they'll be very uh, strong two turns from the prize turn or maybe even one turn later. I feel like it's not great. I think that it's really bad for tempo heroes who are already struggling in those prize lobbies because it feels like tempo heroes don't belong that well in prize lobbies because they, they're not that ambitious. You know, let's say you're playing a Rakanishu or a Kale and you're just buffing your shield. Um, you don't benefit as much from the prizes as, say, something like a Jandis or an Omu or a Hooktos because you're just going to have a very easy time reaching tiers tier six potentially so that would be my main argument where i don't really like that you know we're making those heroes even better because they get to do the level thing a lot easier but on the other hand um the bottom prizes then are going to be the the better ones which i guess are the spikier ones mm -hmm. which you know do align with spiker heroes but by the other side of the coin wouldn't the remaining prizes for the top four be the more tempo-oriented prizes, like giving plus five, plus five to a minion. And if you are a tempo hero, would you not rather have that than, for example, maybe you're not ready to level to five because you're a tempo hero. So you don't want like uh, the discover minion from your tier. Maybe you want one of the tempo prizes instead and that fits better with your like strategy. That I think is perfectly fair to say. But as I said, maybe. I think that you don't really even want to play those tempo heroes. So I feel like whenever, yeah. you know, let's say I am you playing, to, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's say I am playing a Kale and I am in a prize lobby. It feels like I'm still like I have to do better than just sitting on tier four. So I'm still trying for it. But I think it's a good argument. I think it's perfectly fine to say, you know, if you are a tempo hero and you do preserve health, you're going to get prizes that your kind of hero likes more on yeah. average. Although, you know, like gaining plus five plus five on something is still <laughs> fairly sad compared to discovering a menu from your tier. But. I remember playing arm comp and I was like, plus five plus five and taunt on my. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's good. That's you amazing. get a bronze bar on this huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I was like, yeah, you know, but yeah, I could see that. I'm, I'm surprised that they're removing Gruel. You know, I'd love to have Gruel. You know, if I'm like a, a tempo hero, I just put on a shield or something or a cleave, and I'm like, okay, I get plus two plus two a turn. You know, that <laughs> one I, I don't know, uh, being removed. But other than that, it's... I feel like I never take that because I'm just so cognizant of the fact that I could just die I, next turn. I <laughs> agree. I, so I, I'm I, like, I'm not going to have time. <laughs> I also have not taken it. <laughs> <In a prize laughs> I, I, 
see this is the thing where i i tend to take gruel a decent amount of the time because you know even though i don't want to play the tempo heroes who are we kidding i'm still going to be playing tempo heroes right sometimes in a prize lobby and you're like ah oh, whatever on the deflect of it goes because i have the opposite feeling where i feel like i'm not going to be dead the next turn because i am still on the <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 I like your that feeling a couple times and then I died from 30. I'm already on tier six by that point, so I'm just yeah. like, what's, yeah, blazing past it. <laughs> what's it's, I'm doing sort of me? struggling with like, I mean, I just feel like since I've I've only played like full three days of, of right. streams really, but in those three days, I felt like it just seemed like even if I wasn't in a particularly good spot, if I didn't level on the turn with everyone else, that I was just gonna get steamrolled like very soon you know what i mean so like a lot of times even if i have 14 health i'll just level to five because i feel like if i don't i'm gonna die anyway yeah the, the issue with staying uh -huh. on four is that there's only a couple of specific compositions that do well and like encounter the people are leveling to five right so if you're staying on four uh it's usually some form of taunt comp maybe some form of harbinger comp or maybe if you get really lucky, you have like double deflecto mechs, right? Those are like the three or so. I'm sure Shady has more like Shady will add in like Earth Shaker, you know, da da da, you know. Yeah, yeah. ground shaker. Yeah, ground shaker. And, and um, those are really like the ones that can contest with the people that are that level to five and hit a spike. Otherwise, mm -hmm. if you're not running like those like specific hyper um, scaling comps on four, you kind of fizzle out. So, um, it, it can be tough like, unless you get those pieces early and then you know exactly oh i got an arm i got a i got a a mech taunt da 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 i can commit to this you know i got a champion with that okay we're strong right if you're not getting those pieces and you you try to force it and you're too late like a turn late you can just like get blown out at at uh immediately so you do have to be careful i don't know why i'm talking when shady will give a much better like explanation here, but... <laughs> no it's, it's all good i mean <laughs> i don't have to go over everything you play on tier four again but now it, it just comes down to knowing what to look for right and, and also just seeing which minion types are in and and your hero is also a huge deal like when i'm playing alec here for instance i'm going to be really leaning towards trying to get shaker because alec here shaker comp if you get one cleave it's stupid broken right and you don't yeah, have to tear up yeah. for that yeah that's like so <laughs> Sorry, not too, yeah. no all good like jump in at any time right i'm enthusiastic from tier four that's what we want to see here right like no, yeah no, cleave shaker dude no but i feel like i wish they would just remove cleave whoa it's such a stupid mechanic and the fact that there's only three minions that can do it and it's like so huh. strong and especially alakir it's just problematic i guess i'm scarred from from that you, game but you do I have just feel like it's for sure. absolutely and then cleave counters taunt comp so i could totally see that right down with it the just cleave. destroys every comp it's just like <laughs> boom your board's gone cleave is how I'm i win games boom boom it's gone it, it just uh, yeah it, it needs that versus alec like you just need that divine shield taunt at the end to soak both charges and like a selfless and something else right you just need to devote the entire right side of your board to handling that one minion yeah i mean you know that you don't get the perfect shit to counter every person and you're dead yeah like oh man
I don't like really it. a mid-game spike thing. That's really. I never liked Cleaves, but I just feel it's really bad right now. That is an interesting uh, analysis. I've never thought about removing Cleave and how that would fundamentally change the game here. Because I'm it would definitely make it uh, more fun. I'm definitely a Cleave abuser. <laughs> You know, I'm maybe not your friend in that aspect where you're like, I oh. use it too when I can, yeah. I mean, because why wouldn't you? But I just feel like it's pretty limiting in terms of comps that can be made. Like, it's kind of annoying that you have to have a taunt and you have to put it on the end. You have to put something crappy next to it. That's like really limits um, what you can do. That's true, and with Alec here as well in, in the pool, right? That really allows for yeah. a lot of uh, BS situations yeah. where I'm just like, yeah, this yeah. guy had an Alec here, the Cleo, I guess I lose. There goes like six minions. Yeah. I've had that happen to me where it's just like, oh. Yeah, not, not watch the clip funny. on my Twitter. It's exactly what, I, <laughs> that exactly what happened. <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and it happens so soon now with the prizes because, you know, they can... I think the person in the, in the clip got like, you know, the level up all the minions, evolve all the minions in your tavern. Evolving tavern, yeah. They, so they got it like super, super early. Um, and it just, I wasn't thinking about that or expecting that in any way. Uh, so I think it's definitely problematic with Alec here, at least. Yeah. And the prizes. That is something true about uh, Cleave sometimes. Even if you know your opponent has Cleave, sometimes it's not like a way to deal with it properly yeah right where it's like, like hope i go first and even then like it's yeah it, it's not guaranteed especially if they have like the divine shield uh or multiple yeah or something like don't that. hit the right one <laughs> yeah the divine shield mech cleave they go first and they can you know just kill all six minions yeah like just kill six minions right away i have a lot of games where i have like triple cleave <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. two two mech cleaves and a hydra cleave, and especially well. with it being the best thing in the game right now, everybody's obviously trying to get it, so that also makes it hard. If you're a hero that's a bit slower too. Um, I don't think it's something they're going to do right. Um, they did um talk about readjusting some minions, right? Like they said they were um changing some of the minions, trying to keep the core type right. Uh. Almost thirty-five minutes. They said they were changing yeah. rights. I, I, I would be surprised if they don't um, do something cleaves. about it. Yeah, yeah. Just like add more cleave. I was like, yeah, we saw oh, you no. guys lacking cleave. Here's God, some more cleave. No. Cleave for every every minion type, right? Like, cleave on tier one. Cleave on tier two. <laughs> I've thought about. And it a certainly tier makes one the cleave. games faster. I I have thought about a tier one cleave and how you could like some heroes, right? that have buff abilities they're just like oh tier one cleave i just buy this let's yeah, go edwin, <laughs> edwin just pops up immediately <laughs> turn one baby let's that is, that is silly that is interesting to see i, I feel that like it's silly. such a i feel like it's such a flavorful thing that when they rework the minions it feels like hydra will still be in but i have no idea of course right that's just a flavor feeling because I, I think your take is interesting and, and valid absolutely um, especially when you see Alakir, right, using Cleaves. Yeah. I feel like for the most part, <laughs> apart from me just memeing and saying, Cleave is cheat, stop cleaving all my Tom minions at the same time. I don't think there's that many people that are looking at this, but it could be, you know, part of the frustration that comes with these games, but they don't Maybe necessarily really identify so it. it. 
yeah they don't necessarily see it anymore because it's uh, you know so exposed yeah. to it like you said so yeah so i think I, since it's been in the game since the start i just sure. think maybe that's why they might change it up um it would just be in like fun to have a meta where you just didn't have to worry about that. Like I love games that just there those types are out. Beasts Next and Next. And you still have gone. Wildfire I Ely, think. but it's not nearly obviously um as big of a deal. Uh especially with it's not I, golden. But I, I freaking love games with no mechs and beasts. Do you identify that feeling of relief? <laughs> like, oh I don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> it is really so good. It feels <laughs> so true. good. Huh. And I have the opposite feeling. I'm like, huh, I can't be. cleave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no, the in my cleave. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because I'm probably the one cleaving people instead of getting cleaved. Obviously, I get cleaved from time to time, right? But I have way more experience of being the one doing the cleave. <laughs> so it's like the, the the thing with removing cleave, though. Do we open the door to like divine shield poison being like even stronger, right? Where we don't it's have like the barely any of those cleave. minions, though. Any? Sorry. I think there's there's very few. I don't know. There's one I minion, and it's the only one that matters. Well, yeah, I'm I'm more referring to people like the meta right now is like you you end on a self and poisons and a baron and or you play a Malgadons or you like your George or whatnot. Um, so it feels like, especially like let's say I'm playing Beast, right? Like Beast effectively get killed off if Cleave isn't there, because that's kind of the only thing Beast mm -hmm. has going for it is you get a big. Hydra, and then you get to cleave multiple things. And it's so sad that when you you play Beast Comp, and then they have like just Poison Spore, just trading one for one with your giant beast because you can't cleave extra minions. That's true. It would mess up like Beast composition. But they're gonna revamp everything anyway, right? So Beast Comp <laughs> probably looks completely different. You know, hopefully it looks completely different. Not as fifty fifty. Please let me go first, and I'm a call do something yeah. reliant. All right. Yeah, yeah, on a side, I know we should move on. On a side note, no, I, I, am, good, I am very excited to see how they change all the minions. Because uh, we've had a lot of these minions, uh, like, archetypes for a long time, right? And seeing how they switch them up, right? Like, having a mech comp be look completely different than what we have now. Having dragons be completely different than what we have now. I don't... I can't even imagine it right now, right? How would you change, keep the dragon theme, but still have have it not be like, okay, level six, do you get two Caligos? Oh, I guess that is, you won or not. Like, how will they add to some form of dragons, right? Because they're not changing every single card, which that would be too much work, right? But they're keeping some cards, right? But they're changing the theme. And how do you do that? You know, I'd love Ooh, to know. Me. Okay. <laughs> I actually have an idea for this the other day, like, okay. and it's related to Ysera. And I think it would be cool. This is kind of half-baked, so if, I'm sure you'll find holes in it. But I would, I think it would be cool to, to have the hand interact more with the game. So, like, right now it's, sure, you can hold cards in your hand, but they're just minions, right? There's no spells for the most part. I mean, there's gems now Those and gems prizes, yeah. sure, I guess. But, like, you don't have strategic plays from hand that you can use on a certain turn. Trap cards. So like, yeah, yeah. basically trap cards. <laughs> but anyways, what gave me that thought was thinking about dragons and thinking about why doesn't Ysera have a card? Um, and I feel like they could use some of the dream cards from Ysera, such as like, 
uh you you get your sarah and it's like a five to five or six minion and at the end of your every turn you get one of the random spells and the spells are like even um you know nightmare plus 10 plus 10 this turn and then this minion is gone like this minion is destroyed for your next turn or um dream return a minion to your opponent's hand so maybe it would just you know um at the start of the fight <laughs> you see the hydra <laughs> and you target the hydra okay. you're like get back I there I didn't, I didn't fully flesh out every card but uh <laughs> or it could give you uh you know the the seven six dragon i think is one of them i'm sure they could come up with something alternative yeah, so, to that sure. but so a bit like mirazont-esque but way more like fun flavorful where you know, yeah not ran. just give yeah. you strictly minions but give you like one time use spells that you could use whenever um and then you could be a bit more strategic like i know my opponent has this so i'm gonna play this spell that i have at this point and um yeah i think that would be interesting and it could work well would not be too surprised indeed to see something similar to that if we are doing a big rework because yeah yasera has been pretty much in the game since mm -hmm. forever so are they changing heroes do you no, I mean the constructed Yasera card, the four twelve that gives you random stuff. Dream of removing your own yeah, minion. Yeah, draft. Or a dream could just be like pick up your own minion, so kind of like the prize oh, that picks okay. up your minion. Yeah, that actually, I was like, I know I thought about this and that that, that would be op and thought of a different. But I could just pick up your own minion, for example. But also, shoot, it would be cool also to bring in some of the other classes' secrets. So my Yav could. Yes, uh, maybe a minion that discovers a rogue secret or discovers a secret of your class type or something like that. True. Whatever class your that, hero is from. They've opened up secrets and then have not like explored it at all. Right? Yeah. Like secrets have been in the right. game since the beginning, right? It's mm -hmm. it's viably there, like for forever. Mm -hmm. But they haven't they haven't really touched it. They're like ice block, yes, that is a genius one. Yeah. And then they was <laughs> yeah. like the rest of it, I don't care. You know, they put competitive spirit as well, which you know, sure. That yeah. helped him as well. But they really haven't touched uh secret strategies and how you, you utilize that in your game plan. I think that is that is something to explore as well. That's a, that sounds yeah. fun. Uh, now will they do it? Maybe healing. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I've been so scared of healing, adding healing to the mm -hmm. game. Though I'm actually, the healing is not, it's the damage. I don't think they'll do it. The damage is the problem, not the healing. Yeah, if the damage was more uh, balanced, I guess, then the healing wouldn't affect me as much. But I just feel like we, as players, would abuse any healing mechanic we were given. You know, like. I don't think they'll do it because it'll make games longer. I don't think they want that. Yeah, they they don't seem to like making longer games. That's definitely true. But sometimes you can't help it, especially with the prize meta. Like I remember when prizes are in games were like almost twice as long sometimes because of all the ice blocks people were get getting and things like that. Especially when you could hit multiple ice blocks uh, in a pr single prize game. I remember hitting ice block and then hitting ice block again, uh, the following mm -hmm. prize uh, thing. And I was playing. Uh, Eight golems I, would be cool. I, I was playing Akazam Zarek as well, so I had. I had three three ice blocks that game, you know, and mm -hmm. I I won. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, this is a, this is a reasonable, but uh, would be it would be fascinating to uh to see what they have. Anyways, we've really discussed this to death. <laughs> Not that I was expecting that. Uh, moving on to the next topic, 
uh, tournaments, just tournament play and things like that. I know you were in the recent Salami tournament, and I just wanted to talk with you about your experience and how you enjoyed tournaments and just tournaments in general and things like that going on. Um, well, yeah, that was, I was, I think I made top eight or something. I ended up getting like fifth or sixth spot overall, but I was like really surprised that I even made it past the first <laughs> elimination round because I, that was like right after I moved, I think, and I hadn't even played any games yet. So I was like, oh boy. Uh, so I really did just play for top four because um, I wanted to knock it last every game. <laughs> And so I had pretty mediocre heroes, like not not a not a tier one hero and pretty mediocre luck and scraped enough points to make it to top eight, where I proceeded to get some more mediocre heroes. <laughs> but um I, I like tournaments, I do. I think that it's really sort of difficult though to to have a tournament that gets an accurate result in terms of player skill because of the high level of variance in the games and the amount of time it would take to play enough games. Uh, it would be in like probably a two day type event with, you know, many rounds to kind of feel fair. <laughs> I feel like I, after having the experience of getting fifth and the the battle of the boars I, I i'd get i'd get fifth every game pretty much and then end up with no points and it just i felt like after that i was just like it's kind of a crapshoot what happens in the tournament so you can't really be upset about it i don't think uh, uh yeah so so in terms of like suggestions to how to make tournaments fair because i do agree with you in that um it's not tournaments aren't necessarily a fair endeavor when you go in uh especially with um, how they're structured at the moment since um, they need to be like relatively quick right you can't have people from all across the world like playing you know yeah five six hours at a time right because you know it's gonna it's gonna hit midnight for somebody especially right how do you make it fair do you, is it just like more games is it like a, a better tournament structure like point how points are distributed is is it like uh mm -hmm. What do you think would be particularly like the most effective for having the most fair tournaments? And Che, you can hop in as well if you like. Well, just just from uh, the background I have playing uh, like paper card games and just watching the uh, master tours or whatever they're called constructed, that would be so cool where you just have this, you know, you get there in the morning and you just start and it's just like huge player pool and you play your lobby and then i i'm not sure if exactly you'd be playing more than one lobby with the same people but you just have lobby after lobby after lobby yeah. and it's a lot of rounds right those days are grueling but at the end you know like eight nine ten hours deep into the tournament if you're doing well and then you just have your day one and then it's the day two cut off where you see okay this amount of people have scored this many points they advance the day two and then you know you either have a reset or points carry over whichever one makes more sense mm -hmm. and then you have your top eight in the end right and it's so much hype and like all right these players battled through day one day two these eight players are the most amount of points at the end and they're gonna duke it out right and it's like i don't know five or right. six or however many round lobbies maybe you know but it, that is probably a logistical nightmare right we can sit here and fantasize about it like ah make it happen all right that'd be cool uh but yeah you need ugh, man and then you need to i don't know maybe even have like uh i don't know 
tournament officials making sure there's no like backseating people like saying oh buy this one blah 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 you know like as you would in normal like tournaments where you know you can't get any third party help etc but yeah i mean ideally that that's what i would love that'd be amazing i agree 100 percent. i think that's the only way that you could make it like actually competitive and i think that and i also played paper card games and i've played tournaments that were 12 hours plus right. um regularly and i think cards players are very very spoiled um <laughs> not wanting a tournament to last more than four or five hours is a little bit like hmm. but um i think i think if you don't do it that way um you just have to accept that there's a high amount of variance the best players aren't necessarily going to make it to the finals and um it's just the way it is it seems you guys have uh, that paper experience, you know. I'm a little left out in here, where I'm like, oh, it sounds fun, you know. I never tried it, but sounds. sounds <laughs> it's great. not fun. I quit. I quit going to this. It's awful. It's truly okay, horrible. Maybe not. Never mind. <laughs> no, it, I don't recommend it. It sounds fun in my head. I guess. So I have good memories about it, but I do have to say, once you get spoiled by Hearthstone, where you're like, oh, I could just sit down and queue is straight away. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wait, there's no in between rounds. I just go up and turn my match slip in and like my yeah. opponent sign it and go find this my guy seat. isn't going to give like, me shit telling me that he won. And he's like, oh my gosh. He's bitching yeah. about my sleeves, telling me they're marked. Oh, <laughs> like, no <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my <laughs> that's the dark side, Collins, where you get opponents that are just so petty and they're just like, oh, it's you're horrible. Your little sleeve has a little mark on it, and you definitely yeah. know that's a specific card. And you're cheated, and I want my win. I want my extra win. card. All right, yeah, I so. want to drop the card on the floor. All right, you like guys, the, the automatic, yeah, exactly. Oh, stalling. That's a huge thing. Stalling. You can't do that. Here. Girl, no, you can no, roll. No, no. Right? Oh, yeah. Nicolina and I are just going to start complaining about oh paper. <laughs> Do unnecessary actions. If the action doesn't advance the state, it doesn't advance the game. You're stalling. Oh. Okay. So buying and selling um, minions unnecessarily, you're selling. <laughs> I I have been thoroughly convinced. Maybe it would not be as fun as it had in my head. Okay. Like right now, you're spoiled. But I mean, I do have good memories of. I, I think the best part is you go there with friends, and in between the rounds, yeah. you have this check, right? Like, hey, you got the win. I we all got the win. We all got the loss. Ah, oh, this guy's not doing too well. Or, and then you have to listen that's... to people's entire replay of their games. And yeah, like oh, this time is cool. This is so lucky. And then you talk like this, and I. <laughs> <laughs> but um but at least however yeah. land hearthstone tournaments were never as bad as pay for tcgs like i've been to both and uh, land hearthstone tournaments never take quite as long but you know another thing jd um when the pairings repairings uh repairs and you have to wait you know like two hours in between rounds um oh wow. does that ever happen to, like, i don't think i've ever had two hours i think, I think i've had to wait five hours between a round at one point okay legit yeah. That's never, never. I, so I played mainly. I've been to like a thousand players. Okay, yeah, those, those are those are huge. I've I've done. I think the biggest I've done was five hundred ish. Uh, that was the European Championship. But yeah, I don't think I've ever done. I I would love to have done that. But I, it almost feels like you have to live in the states to experience those. Because yeah, very people in good. Europe. Yeah. And like I played Pokemon. Um and. We would always laugh at EU people and their little baby baby tournaments. Hey, we try. Okay. Oh, we go to a real tournament. <laughs> Yo, you you want a Damn. regionals? That's cute. That's cute. That's like a sideless oh, city oh. level two. <laughs> like the shade. Okay. Like a size. 
Nice. I like this. This is what I've been asking for. Shady doesn't give me any shade at all. As well. this is I'm not shading. I'm just repeating, like, just, you know, I'm just recounting what the attitude was. Not me personally. Yeah, but all right, all right. Yeah, the the five hours was a like an exception, and that was an awful day. Yeah, there's the system broke. The pairing system like stopped functioning. The computers they had to do it by hand, over five hundred people. So that's why it took so long. Anyway. <laughs> well, from this I have deduced tournaments. We like them, right? Like I I would say that's that's. Waste of my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like tournaments. Some people don't like them, but in order to make them fair, it'd be it'd be really tough, especially with the Hearthstone audience, to have like long, long tournaments. You know, day long or half a day long, and uh, you know, Not. we're apparently spoiled. But you know, I, I still would appreciate more tournaments, regardless. Um, just I think um, they're still fun. Just you don't play in mine. Yeah, speaking of tournaments, right, we do have leagues and, and things like that. I know you have your own league. You've got the Moon Coin League going on, if you want to talk about that as well. I do. I do, actually. Okay. Um, it's This week is week four, and um, it's on Saturday at, at noon EST, so that would be three hours ago. And it's a 12-week league, so, but the 12th week is the top 16. And the there's a tournament every week, you know, up until then, so yeah, up till eleven. And then every day we also have multiple daily lobbies, which give you points. And I, I kind of stole the point structure from Pokemon also, oh, okay. because I didn't want people to have to play every weekend, right? Because again, spoiled Hearthstone players. Um, but also the individual tournaments on the weekends don't give out prize money, but the top sixteen is it has a three thousand dollar prize pool. And if you make top 16, you're guaranteed to make money. You'll get money uh, if you make the finals. So basically what we're doing is your best four finishes are going to count. So if you can only attend four tournaments, but you make top eight in all of them, then that'll, that'll count. And if you play more than four, like if you place in, if you get a placement top eight in six tournaments, only your best four will count. We'll drop the lowest scores. Uh, and so also for the daily, the daily lobbies, we've, I think today we ran at least three, maybe four, because if we get enough signups, we, we do multiple simultaneously and it's just one and there's one at noon and EST and 3 PM EST. And if you win, you get two points and second place gets one and you can finish in 10 of those. And we're keeping cumulative scores for anyone who participates. And we have a big, we have a table that says everyone's score. And, you know, that way you can go check it and see how many points you would need to get into the top 16. And, yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah, it definitely does sound fun. You've got guest casters as well going on, mm -hmm. I've seen. So it's always nice. Yeah, you there. guys should come cast. Yeah, for sure. Just invite me and I'll, uh, I'll show up most likely. Uh, this seems quite fair, I would say, in terms of just like uh, tournament structure, right? Since you have multiple tournaments going on the, the top 16 yeah. all go so it's, i would say consistency it's a, yeah it's a little bit more fair than the tournament structures we have where it's like here's your one shot did you yeah. did you win <laughs> no it's much no, no, more no. fair did you get, did you get hooked or not did you get hooked ask or not that's probably oh, even yeah. more right it starts with the hero right, right but in true. mind you have 11 chances to 
So I mean, that's significantly better than one. Yeah, that that is something we didn't talk about in the tournament uh, topic. Where it 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 some at sometimes the the tournament results kind of feel reliant on what heroes you hit. Uh, at least in yeah. this meta game, where it's like, did you hit like top five hero? No. Oh no, well, you didn't win a game. Then. <laughs> yeah, you're bottom four now. Uh, and uh, that always feels really bad because uh, you know sometimes I'll be in a tournament, I'll look at the hero selection, and I'm just like. Uh, this is not going to be fun, right? And then I'll look at my opponent's selection. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, we're, <laughs> we're not winning this describing, one. <laughs> describing my experience yeah. so far with yeah. tournaments I've played in. Yeah, so I, I, I do. I'm like, think, I'm going for fourth. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I wanna, I, I would love to see an like an alternative to that where it's not just like hero sel uh reliant right because some of the good heroes are like really good at winning right and some of the mediocre heroes are not good at winning right like they're they're specifically not good at like beating the people that can high roll and when you have a a hero that isn't very good at getting first but you know if you want to win the game or you want to win the tournament you have to be first right it's 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 kind of uh demoralizing and like i've already lost without even like rolling a shop essentially yeah. so I would love yeah. to have a, some type of balance where it's not that dramatic, where even if you don't get like the exact absolute best hero, you can still like do something. But when the players are so good that you know, oh, they got a good hero. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, just know, the nature it, of the game, yeah, though. It's so tough. Uh, but that's yeah. why you need a high um, sample size. Yeah, a large sample size. Yeah, so I do like the um, this league format. I'd love to see more leagues um just for uh, battlegrounds i know there i mean you you get players right you have multiple lobbies right because you have so many players signing up so um i would love to just see more at least and and su such where you can have consistency be a huge factor right a lot of the terms we have it's more it's less about consistency and more about high roll capability are you able to take a good hero and win versus are you able to take lots of heroes good and bad and be consistent with all of them right that's not really tested i would say in in a lot of the tournaments that we uh, we participate in so just being able to have leagues where you can be like okay i've i've been consistent enough right i can make it to the to the cutoff right so uh, i do like uh your league and i i just wanted to you know talk about it you know it's always fun watching it yeah. as well yeah it's been really fun and I really like watching it. It's we just chill, honestly. Like um, myself and whoever's casting, we just kind of talk about random stuff, and um, yeah, we talk about the game too. But it's like informal and just more like hanging out. And I think that, I mean, it's been really nice community building. Um, it's competitive, but not too competitive, and people can still have fun. So that's important to me. Yeah, sounds good. Uh... So if you guys want to join it uh, every week, the next one's on the 17th. So, you know, feel free mm -hmm. to check that out. Uh, it's next, on my Twitter. Definitely check out on my Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, next thing we want to talk about is Rally. I know a lot of the Hearthstone streamers have been like uh, looking into Rally and stuff like that. And since we have a Rally expert, I don't know if that's the title you want, but you're going <laughs> to have it. I wanted to just see if you wanted to talk about it. Uh, and just tell us what it's about. Rally just got listed on Coinbase, I think, nice. yesterday. That's, that's pretty cool. That's huge. 
Yeah, it's pretty nice. And um, sure, I can I can uh, pitch for rally, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it's called the uh, Creator Coins. And what it is is a personal creator economy. Basically, uh, rally facilitates that by using their side chain, um, which is um, off Ethereum. And they host, you know, tokens from many people now. I think there's like over 50 creators and the creators are streamers, musicians. Um, we have like some wrestlers and like football players and uh, people, authors and like, lecturers, okay. reporters, like so many different kinds of content creators. And the purpose of it is because if you ever thought about what would happen if like Amazon decided to shut down Twitch, it would probably wouldn't be cool, right? It wouldn't be like uh, the best day of your life. No, it wouldn't. You'd have to figure out like oh, what the heck am I gonna do? <laughs> and it's sort of not a smart business decision to have all of your, you know, finances and income tied up into a platform that you have absolutely zero control over. Um, because Amazon, Amazon could just one day decide, like, you know what, Twitch isn't profitable enough. We're facing too much pressure from music industry to deal with that problem, and we're just gonna close it. And yeah, a lot of creators would just be out of a job. And um, so Rally's really nice because it gives a way for your supporters to um, support you. That's it doesn't have like platform fees like twitch takes half your sub rally doesn't take uh, any of your money and um there's a lot of different use cases for it you know they're about to launch nfts and you can really control how your coin is used it's entirely up to you um to provide value for it or not or you know it, anything you want so is that is that a good explanation yeah, yeah that's that that's fantastic go for it uh, i know you've been using them to help with the leagues and stuff like that so it's been mm -hmm. helping uh for the tournaments and just like creating opportunities to support the people that are watching you as well right so uh, yeah it's lets me give back to my community and i wouldn't be able to do it without rally <laughs> like i couldn't just get 300 or three thousand dollars out of my pocket okay. for these so, um, yeah, I've been, I've gotten two creative use grants from Rally, I guess, to help fund the tournaments. And another thing they do that, um, it's not really an investment thing, so I'm not, like, giving it, it's not a speculating thing. Like, you shouldn't go and buy creators' coins just to speculate on them, like, think you'll make a profit or whatever. It's really, if you want to support the creator and you believe in what they're doing, and uh, if you think they're going to grow and um, and whatnot. But Rally does this thing that is kind of like interest, I guess, um, where a community will get rewarded if the coin grows. So if the average um, amount of liquidity in the coin is higher one week than the average of the previous four, uh, Rally distributes um, more of the Rally token. So it's like rewards, they call it, out to the whole community proportionate to how much of the specific coin you hold and how long you've held it. You basically get rewarded for um, for holding on to a creator's coin, for participating in their economy. And I think that's really 
awesome. Sounds nice. You know, I I always been interested. I don't know too much about it, but you know, I always wanted to ask since you were here. Yeah, sounds sounds good. Mm -hmm. And uh, looks like you've had a good experience with it. So, oh, yeah, I wanted to share the message. You know, if you want to support yes. Nicolina, go to rally and uh, buy some coins. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, I just want the top thing for me is to make sure that I am uh, providing value to my coin holders and. Sounds good. All right. Uh, next thing, we shall be going on to some uh, hero topic discussions. We have Mutinous is our hero for the day. Right now, Mutinous is doing amazing, according to HS Replay, which I wouldn't say is like the be-all, end-all for statistics. But in there, it's, it's number one, which is pretty impressive. I don't think I was expecting that when um, he came out. You know, I just looked at him and I was like, not number one. You know, I was looking at his, his voracious appetite and like, no, nah, I can't. He can't satisfy the player base, <laughs> but apparently he can. He does really well. And especially with um, like how people have been utilizing him. I know um, like Cleves, I know how much we, we don't like Cleves, but Mutinous uses Cleves really well. Mm -hmm. You can eat it and hit yeah. the target. Divine Shields do well. Beast Comp with Mutinous, if you have two Mama Bears, especially with the Mama Bear buffs, right? It's yeah. it's very easy to, to start buffing like plus 10, plus 10, plus 12, plus 12 per turn very easily. So has a lot of upside. Another really nice thing is that even if you hit like a bad target, it's not as big of a deal where at some heroes it, it would be where you just eat that target, you eat whatever you buffed and you just go on to the next minion. So uh, has a lot of upside there. It's been pretty solid, pretty good, uh, stable hero. Maybe not the best hero for dominating a lobby, but can win and has a good um, baseline and that you're not going to get eighth most of the time when you play it. I think the hero is just very safe, like you mentioned, right? I think that's just an upside to where it's so often that you find a way, the hero power, and just get that, fix your curve and get stronger. I guess that's probably the best way to say it. Fix your curve and get stronger. That's just, that's beautiful, right? Yeah, I had the opposite when I came out. I thought it was going to be so broken. And then it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't immediately broken. But I, I specifically made a video being like this is broken <laughs> and because it's just like you're telling me i get the gold back for selling the minion but i also get to keep the stats like that seems pretty good right and yeah. um it's just a really good amount of value but then it did okay and it wasn't like amazing but i think obviously like my av being removed really let it rise up higher I and also bad, people maybe. got more used to the play style and like um i think became more adept at uh, utilizing the hero bar too yeah I, i'm always fascinated about when heroes come out and then initial reactions and then reactions like down the line like uh like later on when people actually start knowing how to use the hero properly right because that happens a lot and it, it mm -hmm. always it's always funny how people are like oh i played this hero day one it sucks and i'm just like mm -hmm. okay <laughs> Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a month later, the same person's like, oh, I've played the hero. It's actually really good. And I'm like, I know. I, why mm. Why did you come here earlier telling me it sucks when you hadn't played it? You played one game and made your whole reaction off of that. So I always, always find that funny. And I'm glad uh, 
to see that heroes are complicated enough where it takes time to learn how to play correctly and then adjust from there. I think Vol'jin is kind of the same way. Yeah. Isn't Vol'jin like doing a lot better now? And there's a lot of heroes that have that, um, like it's what you have to think a little bit, or you have to watch someone utilize it properly for you to be like, oh, that's how you do it, or oh, I I never thought about using it this way, or sometimes it's yeah. talking to um, other players and they're like, oh, I just like. Uh, use this hero power level straight to four and then we're good and i'm like wow i've never thought about just leveling straight to four and i'm like why didn't i think about that level straight to four it's genius <laughs> speaking of like that exact thing just want to interject that i um i discovered a new way to play galakron today i didn't discover it but i was made aware uh -huh. and i didn't get to try it out after but we, we, i was spectating the daily lobby and the the person who's in the lead right now for the for the league Loranis. Like, uh, yeah. um yeah so he plays it like uh not really trying to hear power one minion and just like freeze it the whole game and get a six drop or whatever which is kind of the way that everybody's been playing Galakrond but he just went to four pretty quickly I get I'd say mm -hmm. and then you know just kept hero power and getting five drops and getting light fangs and um it worked out really well and he won the lobby and he basically didn't leave for until like really late so i th thought that was really smart and i want to try that strat out yeah you're Collins staying on four really smart <laughs> it worked beautifully it was like no, i i like that too something I, I to watch i think with gallic rounds fishing for fives it's, it's i mean if you have the menagerie yeah. set up right like yeah. Mythrax, Lightfang, Brands, just uh, yeah, lots of good stuff in there. Well, I look for <laughs> he even like added he kind of added quillbores at the end because he ended up like later in the game um getting a Charoga and getting a you know, the Agum guy. So you're just like it, it just was really good for him to obtain good minions in like starting even before the second half of the game, I guess. Fascinating. Because you get to choose. Yeah, you do get to choose. I think that is definitely a viable strat, you know. I'm always like, why get fives when you can get six? So obviously, <laughs> there's going to be some games where the six suck or the fives are way better, you know. So mm -hmm. if, if I'm you... just saying, in this particular game, he went for light fangs, but you could apply the same principle to any comp you want. It's always safer to go for the lower tier if it makes sense, right? Because with if you spend the extra turn leveling, right? You're spending the extra turn leveling, you're spending the extra turn not scaling, you're spending the extra turn hoping that you do, you know you don't get unlucky with your hit that one time right so especially with galakron right when fives are perfectly acceptable if you hit a good one right if you just get to four and then you're able to get a lot of good fives that's that's probably going to be a lot more consistent than going to five and try to get it to I get six so i i definitely respect it and i think it makes a lot of sense but i i do think that it's nice that heroes have a curve of leveling where you understand it the more as you play it you know moving back to <laughs> for sure for sure have you done the um the one where you don't level on two with mutinous where you just um if you get a a token or let's say um bacon you can actually use the hero up already pretty effectively on turn two but you do need something that you're willing to sell and then just the turn after that, or or you could even do something where you get like Wrath Weaver, and then you like buy a demon, sell a demon, blah 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 blah. So sometimes it doesn't make sense, right? I think a lot of the time you just level up, 
but I think a decent portion of the time, if you have the right pieces for it, it's pretty interesting to um, to just not level and um, just catch up, kind of like you do with Hook Dusk, right? When you have your Hook Dusk curve, you level on five gold instead of on four gold, so you need that extra gold then, right? You need to have your Sally ready or your Alley Cat or whatnot. Uh, but then you just catch up later on, uh, and it's perfectly fine because you're Hook Dusk. And it feels like Mutinous has a similar thing where you can catch up because you can just you know, buy a thing, eat it, and level or something like that, right? You get your extra gold. Um, so it feels it feels really good to me to to start using it as early as possible when I play this guy. I uh I don't do that, but maybe I should. I just, you know, level normally, turn eight gold, you know, eat something by three, and just start like trying to hit the divine shields with the cleaves, you know. Hope it works out for me. I think uh, there's a lot of ways to play the hero, obviously. So definitely um, take a look and ask people if you want to learn their secrets. Like that. But yeah, what about you, Nicolina? You do any like early game stuff with this guy or just like I've only, played? I think I've played like only maybe four games, maybe That's three fair. games with Mutinous. I, I honestly don't remember how they went and they were a while ago because oh. I don't think I've gotten to play them in the last three days. Fair enough. It I think another generic thing for this guy is just you really value uh, cards that are just good at generating stats where normally you wouldn't value those minions because you wouldn't keep them. All right, so you have the 3-3 three, three Quillbore that grows every time you hit a gem. Talking yeah. about Hank? Oh, yeah, Hank, of course. Of oh, course. I actually played one game with him and I used Taunt Comp and I the 4-4, four, four, uh, the, the gross. Hank. Yeah, and you hear a... Did you hear a power champ? No, 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 not Hank. The one no, not Hank. Yeah. You mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was Vulgen. Sorry. Sure. No, I mean, that's also... Fun. Same idea. Same <laughs> idea, really. Vulgen likes this, too. That's a good, that would work like, with Venus, too. Vulgen likes, Vulgen likes that guy even more because you can extract yeah, the gems and... Exactly. Like, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, it doesn't that's even so have fun. to be that, right? <laughs> it can be something silly like Sorrelisk, Wrathweaver, you know, something that, like, oh, it can absorb stats really easily. But you don't always keep uh, yeah. it. And then and when Venus, you play, yeah, you just. I actually did get to play it the first day it came out, and I used a Wrathweaver, and it was like insane. <laughs> and also, the really good thing about it is, it's like not like you can only transfer those stats once. If it doesn't really, if it doesn't land on the minute you want, you could just do Go it again. next turn. <laughs> like, okay, I'll try again. I I had that. Uh, I think earlier earlier today or yesterday, I can't remember, but I had the shaker that just wouldn't stop eating my buffs and I wouldn't want to sell them. Yeah. So the shaker <laughs> was up to 60 it. health and I was just like, my goodness, shaker, please give something yeah. to the please give something to the shield. Yeah. I was spectating, I think, one in the tournament and like they had a bug or homunculus since the very beginning that kept getting all it was the biggest homunculus I'd ever seen because it just kept getting the stats every time. It was kind of sad to watch, but Sounds like fun, you know. <laughs> good good times, good times. Um, Sounds like I'll be. Time. I'm gonna be right back. I see. You can feel free to uh, discuss the next card. Yeah, yeah. I'll jump Sounds in when good. I get back. One second. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Uh, but generally, mutinous. I think it's really strong right now. Pretty safe hero to to pick up. Uh, lots of power, especially since you don't have to commit to whatever you hit. Right? If you hit something you don't like, you just eat it. Alternatively, and can definitely win lobbies, right? Even though it's a safe hero, it still wins lobbies. That's what I think. That's the like the trait of a really good hero, 
right? It doesn't lose it, it doesn't lose that often. And even though it might not like it might not be the best for winning, it it can win, right? Because you'll you'll have those heroes where doesn't lose but doesn't win, right? Or has those heroes wins a lot, dies a lot, you know, like you know, so you want the ones that don't don't die, doesn't die a lot but can still win or wins a lot as well, right? And, and this one fits the curve. Uh, Cthulhu as well uh, has that really similar playstyle, right? But does doesn't lose a lot but wins a you know, but but doesn't win a lot either, right? And like you know, Alex Straza, I guess is is the one that like is the opposite. You know, wins My a lot is. but also yeah. you know dies. <laughs> <laughs> the same amount so <laughs> doesn't really feel that safe of a hero to pick right you want you definitely want one that uh wins and wins and doesn't die and this definitely feels that uh niche really well so really good hero then moving on we'll talk about um our minion it'll be crackling cyclone i think this is a pretty interesting unit in that it's one of the only elementals with divine shield right and it's also a divine shield on three which has a lot of upside for some um you know some heroes right they really want something that they can commit to early right cyclone is one of those heroes where if you get it early and you're playing the right composition you can be like i'm keeping this the rest of the game right also fits uh tonk comp well if you can taunt it up give it put an arm there right this can be one of your pieces for um arms and and whatnot so there's a lot of usability with this hero uh especially if you'd golden it right i've definitely had those moments where a golden cyclone like kills my whole board basically right where it's just like yeah all right there goes four minions well i can't do anything with four minions against seven right it's it's over for me yeah so uh definitely one of those key uh units right where i think the game would be different if this this card wasn't in uh especially for elementals right sometimes you play elementals you have a lot of good, like tanky minions but they don't have divine shield so someone plays like scam comp you have no chance right here you can two for one at least so um there's a lot of value in this minion and uh you know not necessarily sad to see it in the game i think it's a good addition what about you nicolino any thoughts on crackling um, I know before I put it in my overrated minions video because it's based on like HS3 play stats and also I felt it's pretty bad early game but definitely gets a lot better late game especially with Mutinous now can use it really well but I think um, in general it's, it tends to be a bit of a bait um, and I don't take it unless like I said it's late game and it fits fits in with Menagerie or um, Menagerie but uh yeah because i think it's pretty hard countered countered by the tutu taunt um, early <laughs> like it's so bad against that right it's like oh i killed the tutu taunt thanks <laughs> um and i think a lot of people kind of get baited by it and they're like oh it has divine shield so it's amazing but it's just not really that good and if they have multiple taunts it tends to like hit one and then hit the other and <laughs> does nothing also so in the at least I, I haven't checked the stats on it in a while, but in, it, it wasn't a good minion before. I don't might it might have got better, but I think that's a fair take, and we see both sides of the coin here. 
Uh, I'm definitely a bit more prone to saying, yeah, Cyclone isn't that good, but that is if we are just considering it as like, oh, we're playing it as a tier three minion and it's just going to be that. I think if you have a plan for it, it's totally fine to pick it up, right? Um, yeah. You know, like you get an artist sure. arm, like Collins mentioned, yeah. you know, like, hey, yeah, there we go. That's a good minion now. Or you're yeah. just, you know, you're Edwin, you're Rakanishu. Or even, you know, something as simple now as you're playing brand, the new brand, and you're like, oh, well, I will be playing buffs later on. So this is actually pretty good. I do yeah. think if you're just saying, oh, you know, I need to be strong right now. Ooh, huge minion, Divine Shields. Divine Shields are crazy good, mm -hmm. right? And that, uh, yeah, that went one for one with an Acolyte. I'll be damned. Right. Yeah. Not, that's part of the reason you put it more towards the middle now. Like I've learned that yeah. lesson. It's like, all right, you don't lead here. All right, the other ones go first. So but I think a lot of people then, like, regardless, right? And just get crashed into it. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, from the perspective of like if you're not if you're not able to buff it like that turn, it's probably not gonna be good. And like, yeah, you said you can put it later, but also it's a bit worse later because it can yeah, just get into token later on, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like if it goes into harvest goal and whatnot. So I would say that it's like not the best minion, but not the worst minion, and it has like niche uses. I like the card, you know. You guys are just <laughs> slamming on this card. Well, Holy we gotta put it like this, realist. right? When, when you when you look at it with divine shields, people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, it's a divine shield minion, just like Deflect and Bronze Warden," right? They're like, "No, not quite. Those two are on a different level." Cyclone like is fine, and you'll, yeah, you'll take it. And you know, as we said, it has a future, right? You can buff it. You can be a hero that has a specific plan for it. Um, but if we're just talking about standalone value, it does not really come close to a Bronze Warden. And then Deflecto, mm -hmm. sure, at the start, is not really that much better, if better at all. But you know, one reset and suddenly, oh wow, that's that's way better than Cyclone. He's like, I'm just as good as those other Love Tavern three design shield minions. Why are you <laughs> hating on me? I also do exactly what they do, and they're just well, like I. This is just the Laughing. thing, I guess, I would want to impart on the viewers is you see this sometimes where someone will buy minions on tier three and then push four and think they're strong. And that is just a massive difference, whether that's two Cyclones on their board or two Bronze Wardens, right? The person with two Bronze Wardens <laughs> is far more likely to not take damage than the person with two Cyclones. Yeah, that's rough. That's yeah, you don't you just don't want to give them that false sense of security. Oh, I got two Cyclones. I'm popping off, baby. Yeah, I think it's better. I think it's just better added later when you can buff it. All right, all right. I hear you guys. I hear you guys. Da, da, da. Cyclone is okay, apparently. According and you have to, to buff the... it a lot. I, I, I would say it is indeed at the very least okay, but just overhyped. I, I think yeah. that's the thing, right? People are, <laughs> yeah. people are conditioned to see Divine Shield and think Dominion is yeah. nutty. And exactly. for a lot of Divine Shield minions, that's true. It's just in this case, this early on, this not an insane minion that early on. Wouldn't you even say, Shady, that it's probably the worst Divine <gasps> Shield minion? I've never seen so yeah. much hate for it a is, Divine right? Shield minion. The thing is, like, once you start buffing I it, it. <laughs> so I, I will say that there is substantial upside to the Wind Fury later on, right? So if you yeah. are going to make it part of the Menagerie, or if you are, say, going to triple it, um, there are tons of good applications here, right? You can play against a scam conferences and only have one Scally yeah. taunted, and suddenly the Wind Fury snipes a Cadgar. You can play against Beast. Mm, the Scallywag goes first. But yeah, but if you kill the so 
what they'll do is um, some people only taunt one scally, and then the yeah, second scally is untaunted, and then yeah, they think, annoying. oh, yeah, yeah, but they think like, oh, you go into it, and then the second scally will attack, but the cyclone yeah, hasn't done it. Yeah, because of that guy, this exact scenario just happened to me today. Okay, which is why yeah. I taunt both my scallies, by the way. Everyone always yeah. asks, me, what about Cleave? And he's like, what about Witch? <laughs> But that's why Frick Cleave, because Cleave is so dumb. And like, if you didn't have to <laughs> think about now. Cleave, then you can do other things. But Hold the whole board, let's go. It's not one thing, it's the other thing. Like, okay, so if I don't have, if nope. I taunt both, then this, they this have is obviously going If I don't taunt both, they have Wind Fury. I, I, I get <laughs> that. Right? This is going both, a little yeah. off track. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, no, 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 and I, I, I love it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, You're good at you, you gave me a lot of tips like last time we were, yeah, I, I love playing or something. And, and it's, it's the comp I win like most games with. I think I win I love most to hear games it. that I actually win, they're with that comp. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, I mentioned the Baron, right? That's good for cleave protection where, um, yeah, yeah. death rollers get batched in. So yeah. that, that's the thing why I don't mind taunting both skellies. You just put the Baron next to it, and it sucks that you, you do lose the body. Right, lose, I mean, yeah. That is one body that is not getting buffed, but you don't lose any buffs at and least. They all don't, don't they all not spawn if they both die at once? They do, do, do spawn. All? They, no, I, I, I think as long as you have board know. space, you're good. Yeah, they do yeah. spawn, but some will spawn at the end, and they won't get like, they won't get like sometimes the Cadgar uh, multiplicative buff where sometimes you're yeah. spawning like. Uh, 20 20 20 because one won't attack yeah yeah so you, you end up having uh some being spawned as like two threes into three or four twos or whatever they well, we're, we're finding three. a way to shit on it's clean. so hard to keep track right. of but like i feel like it's hard to keep track. I, I don't usually sit i don't ever sit there and count exactly how many i got you know what i mean but i guess i had a feeling like i, I do you don't get it you don't when you don't love like, just watching sure them do, yeah. out one scallywag <laughs> Two scallywags. <laughs> I don't Three know how many are supposed to come out in advance. <laughs> you know, I'm just That's like, I think I this is in my right. head every time. So, you know, yes. I, I, I'm pretty sure the correct number Use comes out. Um, yeah, even if they get cleaved, so... That's, that's pretty fine. However, we're shitting on uh, Cyclone for some reason. I like it. Maybe one of the weaker Divine <laughs> Shield minions, but still good and has some use cases that it performs well with. I guess that's uh, how we will uh, end that one here. I love it though. I don't love it, but I think it's it's being underrated here. <laughs> Just because <laughs> it gets compared to other divine shields, right? Yeah. If you compare but, it to like a regular a four four Murloc on tier three, this is god tier. Don't get me wrong, but you know. But what if you have a whole board of Murlocs? Then it still works. Oh, then no, then you lose because <laughs> have you have a board of Murlocs? You're destined to lose. Probably not that turn, but that's, that's <laughs> later, fair. yeah. Probably. No, that's how they get you, right? You have a board of Murlocs, and then it makes sense to buy more Murlocs, and before you know yeah. it, you're Murlocs and you're yeah. dead because it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, we've been talking yeah. that Murlocs are like the weakest composition right now, unless you have a very specific. Yeah game plan I, uh, so. it's, it's Dude, like I a bit of, it's a bit of a today with a board of jandis begurgle brand and i had like a 70 70 murlocs and 90 wow, murloc and i got six <laughs> that that is okay. what i would call a plan and it still didn't work out so that's very confusing. so is is that the alakir cleave situation or is it just like nope. some point in divine shield stuff or? divine shields yep divine shields just okay. regular massive massive divine shields that yeah. was it tone comp no, just random massive huge. I think it was like 
the quill border thingy. Like, uh, I go, oh, ground I, shaker. Yeah, okay. Ground okay. shaker is. Yeah. I don't even think so. No, they just they were just huge. Oh, it wasn't even ground shaker. I would have to go back and look, but I know it had Aga Agamon. Oh, usually when they have like. Flame. Oh right. It was just yeah. a okay. person that was randomly insanely strong. I was surprised that I died. I don't think so. This is just my normal games, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't have people? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you don't have those games? I thought I was going to win the game. That was how I thought. Collins, <laughs> going. Collins is the guy with the cool voice. <laughs> I didn't know well, He's doing that it to was people. With, with Agam, with Agam guy. Feels bad, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, next topic we shall talk Purple about brand, I think. is um, okay. oh. setting up menagerie composition. So sometimes you'll be playing a game and then you'll be like, oh, I could go menagerie, right? I just want to talk about how do we do that correctly? Like what, what board states are there? I think there's multiple ways of setting it up, right? I think one of the most common that I see people do is, okay, I'll get the light fang. Oh, I hit light fang okay now let me look for my pieces right where some other people will be like okay i have a i have a hydra or something no they won't have a hydra i'll have a i have bronze warden i think that's the most common then i hit deflecto yeah. and then oh okay if i level to five i could hit life fang and then i have a menagerie sub and then they'll level and look for the life fang and go from there right so uh there are multiple ways to to set up a menagerie and just like they have like different effective or, or different use cases, right? Some people triple to four, right? With like a, a menagerie set up preemptively, right? They'll triple four, look for the five, right? And then they get the immediate life fang and they already have a good board for life fang, right? And I think that sometimes that's hard to set up, but that's something you have to be aware of, right? When you're playing these games, you're looking at what's in the pool, right? Another thing is looking at, man, I, I don't want to take everything, right? But I, I think another thing you can do is just look at what's in the pool and see, oh, can, does Menagerie even make sense in an option this game, right? If dragons are gone, sometimes that hurts. If beasts are gone, sometimes that hurts. If mechs are gone, that can hurt a lot. So if you see, oh, mechs, mechs, beasts, dragons are gone, you're like, you know what type of menagerie sub would i even make if if i do get a light fang here you know and then you have to be aware of can i set it up here I, even with those gone it doesn't mean it's like impossible right you can still do amalgadon makes anything possible is a quote i've never said but it should be said <laughs> if you have like four amalgadons it doesn't matter you can make anything right menagerie included so um there's a lot of different ways to sub menagerie and i just wanted to see what your thoughts on on those were if you want to go so the i, I guess you you've covered a, a big part of it right I, I, I think I, that's good i felt like i took too much <laughs> no it's all good right you cover so i i like to do the special thingies anyway right so i think it's specifically when you're playing something that you know is good at producing five drops or you know you're going for five drops that game so i, I think the best possible Example is Janice. Janice is mentioning yeah, Janice. right. You know my girl Janice, right? She's <laughs> fat shit, broken OP, and hits people in the She's face a lot of the time, and it's kind of a design issue. But you know, other than that, love love playing her. Uh, if you do get a token, right? Yeah, if you don't get a token, it's not it's not crazy. Uh, if you want to jump in, Nicolina, go go for it. By the way, I just like Drawing Janice. Put in my throw in my support for Janice. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, she gets a lot of hate from people, and I, I my do. My favorite hero. 
Yeah, I think she's amazing. Okay, well, I'm not going to open up the, the balance the uh, issue, yeah, right? So, the... um, so what does what does Janice do for anyone who's like doesn't play Janice? Like she um, makes triples with tokens, and then usually what you're going to do is hold the tokens in the hand and then make two five drops. Now there's different curves. You can do sixes, you can do a four and a six or whatnot. But a very common curve is you get two five drops, and with that knowledge, you can really start scanning your board and saying, okay, what's better? this 2-3 Dragon or this 2-2 Reborn Taunt. And I think in a lot of cases, you'd be okay with the 2-2 Reborn Taunt because it has some upside. You can play Harbinger with it. But specifically, if you know you're going to get fives and you know that Lightfang and Mithrax are such good cards to pull, you'll keep the Dragon for sure so that you have an extra type. And that's the same thing, right? You're always going to get either Beast or Murloc, the token you're swapping. So then either you have this like random Hyena or this random Murloc in case you're swapping cats. And, and that's such a big deal because if you get two Light Fangs on that turn, you could have three, four minion types being buffed or one or two, depending on your prep work. So I think that's huge. And I think that's a big part that good <laughs> players do all the time. They just think ahead and they're like, okay, if I get lucky, how am I actually going to use this? Right? The same thing when you're shooting for Caligos. Do you have a board full of dragons already or not, right? Do you have a couple <laughs> dragons? Or just get Caligos anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> I so, like that. Just make it work. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. I, so. well, I have two hells. It's fine. I have no dragons. It's fine. I'll get Caligos. Yeah. <laughs> <That's a bit laughs> it's a bit of an exaggeration. Borderline, you know. I have to think about it for like two extra seconds before I click the card. Yes, I agree. <laughs> the responsibility do you have anything specific for menagerie that you want to share any clean or just like i don't think i'm like amazing at menagerie but i think it's because i whiff light fang all the time <laughs> but um i don't know i don't i actually today wait no i post yesterday on my youtube video was menagerie with zyrella but i do think that i agree with completely with what you said and i think that i tend to i don't like um think that i'm gonna get it like, I don't, like, think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to five and get Light Fang. But I will tend to, you know, pick up minions of different types in case, you know. Um, I also think that not only does that help you out a lot when you have Menagerie, but it gives you a bunch of different directions you can take regardless um, of if you get Light Fang. You know, you can just, if you have at least something from multiple tribes, you're being locked into one tribe, especially early on, is just so so bad. I think. Yeah. I I think to to build on that, a character that really loves that, and Collins probably also knows what I'm gonna say now, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's uh, it's Millhouse, right? So uh, when when you are when you are playing Millhouse, the thing you mentioned, and I love that, is um, being able to use as many different things that are being thrown at you, and that is especially true with Millhouse because. You can easily buy a clunker on Millhouse because it's one gold for plus two plus two, and you'll take that, especially early on in the yep. game. And not every other hero wants to make that investment because it's twice as much. You're paying two gold per buff then. Um, so yeah, for Millhouse, incredibly important. If you, you know, you have your initial stage, I would say with Millhouse, where you're trying to triple early into a six, but if you don't get that to work you're usually rolling a bit on four because you're usually not yeah. going to be strong enough to just go to five, right? And it is when you're yeah, rolling I had this up... exact same game you're describing okay. the game I had Perfect. earlier. It's so funny. I was, I literally just, I had to buy random buffs and I had to buy a clunker and I just had to like, you know, 
I didn't have anything going on. And so I just had to buy every buff I saw, roll on four, and try to make something out of it, which would be impossible to do if I had like all Murlocs. Yeah, it's a lot less miserable. <laughs> you know, if you don't do your triple, if you at least have a board that can make use of most of the things in the shop. And uh, I guess buffs. another good example would be uh, Bran is a great example right now because. Uh, like Millhouse, the buffs are going to be more efficient now because they're cheaper because there's times two efficiency. So um, that, that's a specific one for Bran where I've really been um, hesitant to level early to four with Bran. I've been liking that eight gold turn to roll on three, specifically with this uh, goal in mind to, okay, yes, I want to buy Battle Cries. Yes, I want to get good minions. But uh, most of all, I want to make sure that I have that good baseline so that when I do go to four and I do find a jug, I'm not at least, you know, I'm not like, oh, it's a jug, I guess. I'm gonna be like, oh, this jug is amazing, right? Let's go, because I spent the previous turn setting up a couple types. So, you know, I'm getting full value and preferably on the vine shield, but that's obviously the high roll. I think I like never assume I'm gonna get light vine because I almost always don't get it. <laughs> you gotta always assume, um, assume that, you know, you gotta hope for the best and then, yeah, I hope for it, baby. You know, sometimes you yeah. get lucky and uh, works out. You know, those are really when games go well, right? You're hoping for this, and then you hit in, and you're like, "Okay, I was, That's I was planning. Yeah, I was planning for this, so this worked out really well for me." But a lot of times it doesn't. Yeah. It is something to keep in when mind. When it does, it's like magical. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, oh, I will like, say oh my that. god, you know, I <laughs> just always want Caligo, so I'm like, oh, Caligo would be perfect, and you get it, and you're like, oh, it's amazing. Wait, it actually happens, right? Yeah. yeah. The, um, I, I do want to point out, because we are talking about Menagerie, and, and I think that a lot of the cases you can use Menagerie, but I do think it's a bit more on the back burner if we're talking just straight Menagerie with uh, Lightfang uh, or Bran. I think right now the, the more you know, powerful version is the, the Quillbore one, right? Where you get the Agam and you set that up. Um, so I do think that just going to five and, you know, RNG, pray RNG to get the uh, the Light Fang, that is a lot less powerful, in my opinion, in Quillbore lobbies, because, you know, let's say you do hit it, you take that huge chance and you do get rewarded. You're probably not going to be the biggest person in the lobby, even though you got that super early light fang, because you know quillbores will outstat you, or you just die randomly to some guy playing ground shaker in a mid game, which <laughs> is very frustrating. And I'm on both ends of that stick, right? I, I'm sometimes I play the ground shaker, sometimes think yes, I'm popping off, and I'm dead. Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> ground shaker is really good, but I agree because I mean, obviously the light fang is capped at plus two, plus two a turn until you triple it. Um, and then the Agam is doesn't really, I mean, doesn't really have a limit on the stats they can give you in one turn. No cap. <laughs> no, no cap. No cap. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, like, I, thing is hard cap. Mm, like, feels no. bad, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I think it's an interesting topic just to talk about uh, menagerie. There's, everyone has like their favorite like setup in terms of like, oh, I have a. What's my favorite beast? I'll put a Hydra here. What's my favorite dragon? Uh, Bronzor. What's it? <laughs> Who gets to pick out of like all the minions? Like they just have a catalog open. This one. I will order this one. I do that sometimes. Sometimes. Jeez, dude. <laughs> I'm just like. Did I just take whatever one I get? 
I, I, I have it. in my head, okay, I want this minion. And then I'm just like, yeah, all right, roll, here it is. Thank you. I'll roll, here is the next one in my head. Yeah. And then I'm just like... Do you use the secret? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes I'm I'm like, okay, I want this minion, but I make myself weaker. Let me rip off the band-aid, right? Let me just switch it immediately. And then like, I'll take that, that damage, but yeah. I know the payoff will be worth it. If it's it. way better, yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, so I... sometimes don't you just find yourself like rolling to find a store that has yeah. something besides like the two types you already have in it obviously <laughs> i do have those experiences and they yeah, are yeah, painful but... and we don't talk about them <laughs> <laughs> no, okay i don't know it's just like you know but but yeah right? i mean of course there's like definitely a best minion for each tribe it's like hydra bronze warden and um, the wind fury guy elemental and pretty obvious i think which one is best yeah. that you would like to have if you could choose some something to add in here and just my own experience is that it it is hard to find that cutoff point where it is too late to swap and and sometimes i do have that feeling of oh i guess i'm gonna swap but i'm not really sure and usually in those situations i tend to regret swapping I see. yeah and, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah i know what you mean yeah, right. And the reason being not necessarily because I'm like, oh, I'm weaker. It's more the, oh, I'm going to need a board space soon anyway to transition into selfless Baron or something like that. So I think a lot of the time you keep this. I think Selemental is probably one of the better examples where you didn't find the Divine Shield Elemental early. You had a Selemental, was... you got early Light Fang, and it just you know, it stuck around and it's yeah. huge now, right? You get like this 2020 Selemental. And I think that's such an easy cut, right? When you say like, oh, I have an extra Amalgadon, let's just put that in. Oh, I have, I want to transition into the Selfless Baron setup. And it's like, oh, what do you get rid of? So I think that is sometimes even underrated is a, the easy thing to replace where if you start to invest gold and that your board is premium, but you have nothing, you know, you have no flex slot, that can become and very that, annoying that where you're like, oh, but, you know, lot. I'm yeah right and that then you're just like oh i invested this two gold to replace this elemental two turns ago but realistically the best place to sell it again now so not only did i waste yeah. gold i was also weaker mm. for two turns because i was investing Very in the future yeah so that's been you know that, that's something i do pay attention and ask myself okay am i gonna need a board slot soon is this really worth my gold and then i was like okay never mind i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know upgrade yeah. gold very very fair i think that's uh that's true all right moving on we have something a little bit new i have a little game that uh mm -hmm. one of our my viewers you mentioned to me wise turtle he has a little fun little thing i thought i wanted to see what you guys think about it uh it's called guest placement so here we have a board stay if you want to well i'll describe the board state they're playing reno uh, they have a selfless, they have a uh, 1 1 spore, they have uh 18 16 macaw, they got a this. 22 26 golden wrathweaver, they have a gas curler, they have a taunted 17 16 divine shield bronze bronze warden, and they have a taunted divine shield 18 17 deflectobot. And I just wanted you to talk about discussing among yourselves. I unfortunately already know the placement, so it's kind of a. I have ADD. I cannot remember a single mini <laughs> so, besides uh, the Flecto bot. I have to look at it. There's no possible yeah, way I can keep that. 
If you open the stream, uh, Nicolina, it's on there, right? So it's, it doesn't okay. have I didn't have it open. Yeah, I just want to. Give me a second. I can, I can also post it, I guess, to you. No, I can just go to your stream. I just did not have it open. And Do we have. So probably screen share with us, but it's fine. Is, is there an MMR uh, thing that we know of or not? Um, It's high MMR. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, Oh yeah, but uh, any any thoughts on this particular? Uh, I'm getting there. Well, shady, you can see it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it, right? <laughs> no spoilers. Um, but the cool thing would be if we also knew the turns, but that's maybe asking a bit too much, right? If we knew what turn this game ended. Oh no, this is working. Educated Collins isn't uh... your. Wait, what is your? It's not Educated Collins. Underscore, yeah. Oh no. Wow. <laughs> Oops. Um, also in the uh, Discord as well. If you there if is you an educated cons, but they are offline. Yes, they uh they've been taking my name for years. I'm, I feel you have that. I wonder too. if that's me from a long time ago, and I just forgot. <laughs> like I I legit. <laughs> it would be a coincidence if it was somebody else. To yeah, be honest. But but like, and I like I just can't remember what the name was. I was like oh I, you know. I just wonder, like, was that just me? Like, from a long okay, time I can ago, see it now. Just forgot everything. I just don't know. But uh, that's uh, I I always find that particularly weird. But I've gotten over it, so I don't care anymore. But yeah, uh, particular. Any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, there's no Baron to me. This feels more like like three to five or something in between that range. I don't know. Like, I feel like on average, this doesn't really take top two with one poisonous minion. So I'd we're say guessing what place they got in the game. Oh, yeah. I thought we had to decide the board placement. Okay, got it. Oh, right. Um, what was your answer? I said three to five, so I gave a range of uh, two there. Seven. Seven down. Not a. Uh... Not uh, yeah. not a lot of not a lot of love for this board. Not a lot of high placements here. This is uh, a, this one. I, I don't think this looked too good in the any games I played today. Really, yeah. I think it's right. just really high power level for for stuff. Right we will reveal the answer. Apparently, this got first. Place. Depends on the MMR, I guess. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know he's above ten, I believe. So yeah, it, I mean, it's always possible, right? Yeah, yeah. That it that's doesn't. That's insane. Hold. No, that's a, crazy. There's some comments. That blows here. my mind. Apparently, he <laughs> he killed people. That was the strat with this. He was, yeah. So well, this is what I said. Totally. The turn timer would have been great, yeah. right? If you like, oh, this is like what turn eleven? Okay. Well, this uh, is not a bad turn board. 11? Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's awful for turn eleven. Are you serious? You can kind of see I, how I it worked in that. Are you playing, guys? He has the poison. Games. Oh, there's two big divine shields as well. It feels fair. Yeah, he's, he's got the These minions are in the teens. <laughs> there's one minion above 20. There's one poison. Uh, what? The poison's there as a supplemental. But I, I want to think... play the game you guys are playing. Can you trade? <laughs> I mean, it's got parrot and boiler. I don't know. I, I don't think oh I would. Oh. <laughs> I, I think the macaw coiler is what was giving him the damage to knock people out very quickly. Apparently, he knocked out like half the lobby uh, with this setup. If the coiler was gold, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But Well, you're essentially getting a gold coiler, right? Because the macaw is going to give you another trigger of, of the coiler. So Wait, 
But you didn't face Alec here with Wind Fury Cleave that went first. That would all be dead. And then also the Mega Wind Fury, you know, they're d d dead before it attacks. What are you talking about? Yeah. You guys. Obviously, this was a lucky game. Not how it went. <laughs> this is not. Uh, oh, yes. Just run this every time. You'll win every lobby. He definitely got oh lucky God. here. But Unreal. it just goes to show you sometimes. So you know, I do have games like this sometimes where I look at my board state at the end. and I'm like, this one, you know, usually it's usually I, I'm running some type of tempo composition where I'm blowing people out of the game before they get a chance mm. to recover. And this is definitely a good example of, you know, sometimes if you just play to to kill people, that can be strong enough. Uh, uh, jugglers work really in that principle where you just have a you hero power a juggler, right? And you just run that. You just end up killing people before they get a chance to scale. And you're like, wow, that game went was over quickly because we killed them so fast you know i just thought uh, i thought that was really interesting you know just a uh, little example I, I, th I thought it was fun we have one more as well the next one here <laughs> clearly gonna not guess any of these right uh we've got a galliwix player it's um he has a golden selfless he's got a 1315 hydra he's got two what is it two my 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 exnos uh, this is such a fun game. I have so many good ones. Sorry, go ahead. A poison, <laughs> a poison uh, Malgadon 9 9, and then a Divine Shield 37 26 Deflecto, and a Divine Shield 37 22 uh, Crackling Cyclone, which, you know, hey, in there. I just want to throw that in there. So, uh, what's, what's your thoughts here uh, on you guys? What, what do you think about this one in particular? This, this is hard to know where we don't know the opponent, right? So, the first thing when I look at this board is why is the cleave second? But it could be True. correct, right? I like do we agree. don't, <laughs> yeah. So, anything, right? Yeah, so that like, annoys me to no end, right? So my immediate, my immediate instinct is like we'll this is a player, right? Why is this cleave here? But there are MMR, boards, yeah. there are boards where it's correct, right? So there's multiple taunts, multiple divine shields, what right? And you just, never kill? You know, they're just like super big. You just want to knock off the shields first and then poison. I get that. Sure. Oh, he's up. Okay, so I'm getting information. He's up against Taunt Comp. So obviously he loses. Mm -hmm. Taunt Comp is amazing, right? And he doesn't have a ghoul. <laughs> so I don't know. It feels honestly, cause I'm going to be honest, it feels like we're getting like this crummy board that got first. So now I see this like high tier poison <laughs> yeah. board. This is a solid top eight. Uh, you just look at this shit. Yeah. That just loses every time. Though. I don't know. I, I wonder is is there more information no. that can be given here to help, right? Like what There's turn is I think turn placement is a good addition, right? Like, you know, this is the first yeah. this is the first edition, right? So I wanted to see what the reaction was. But I think that's that's true. Adding like a little bit more like what you're up against and what uh what turn it is, I think those do help in uh in figuring out like a, a, a better way of figuring out what exactly placement you got there so i think that's that is pretty interesting i do i do think like oh it's turn 20 like <laughs> that's not you know that's, <laughs> that's a little unfair you, you know but other than that you know uh i do uh, i do agree with that also knowing if it's a prize lobby or not um i think helps a lot as well um there are there are a couple of things uh your camera has swapped to the uh yeah, Sorry, I think I'm showing my chat the oh, board because okay. they cannot see it. That's fair. That's very, very fair. <laughs> um, but what's your thoughts on that? Me? 
uh, either one, or I think it's it's. Fifth. I want to play this <laughs> game myself. I didn't listen to you. You know, Shady. <laughs> maybe next week you. I can, need the. Uh, I'll give you some. Oh, I said this game. Do we find out? I couldn't pay attention. All right. How? What? What did he get, uh, Carlos? Because I mean, my instinct is that. Did you get, can like... you hear? Yeah, we can hear Sorry? you. Yeah, we oh, can. Okay. Did you say like my like... instinct is just like I'm I'm suspicious by nature, right? So it feels like this is the debate where this is actually not a great placement, right? Where this board feels better than the coiler board because it has poison, but then and there's yeah, no iron again. This one got fourth. Yo, what's yeah. your thoughts on I'm that? I'm so close. I said fifth or fourth, so fifth I win. Fifth. I, I will give it to you. Fifth or fourth, I, th I think that's very reasonable. So, yes, this one it does look stronger than the opponents, but apparently, um, you know, going up against Tonk Comp, right, didn't really work out. And uh, he did mention it was funny that the other one did better placement, though. You can see that if the opponents are able to, you know, create a, a, you know, get there right before they can... Like, in the other one, he was able to kill them before they scaled. This one, obviously, was not <laughs> able to kill them before they scaled. And even though he has the poisons, oh right, um, up against a I ton of, like, one. Divine Shield minions, right, not against, uh, wasn't able to have that good setup. Oh, I mean, the Cleave going second, that one, you know, I, I don't I don't know if that one made, like, a big impact if he changed that up. But um, it's it's not, like, the biggest Cleave, but it, it was able to do the job, deal with taunts. But... It, Apparently wasn't enough against the opponent that he faced, and uh, I just thought it was a fun game just to see how you guys would react. It was a fun game, I liked it. I, I do think I, I, you know, maybe swapping them would be more of a debate it. or something like that. Start with this one, be like, this one's fourth, and here, but, but I think that would be too obvious, right? If we swapped it up, right, you'd be like, ah, oh, that, sure. that one, that one lost. This one had to win, you know. I, I think uh, a cool variation as well is you have two boards and you say which one placed higher. higher. I think that's, yeah. that's that's interesting too, because yeah. I feel like this one is still a little bit. You're shooting in the dark, and there's so much extra information. Who did they play the last round? stuff and yeah it's kind I think of hard you get the mmr too yeah okay sure yeah, why like, not I, I think that's all fair I, so I, I think i think the over under thing right it was like oh yeah this is probably over you know, under better. that's interesting too right? is it over two or, or over two? yeah you can also do that for sure like i either or both or either work uh, i think just like making it a bit easier because it feels like make the it, one to eight. make it easier I'm, so i'm hearing make it harder all right well no yeah sure i guess i mean just like giving a one to eight prediction like feels a bit more difficult when there's so many unknowns okay, uh, okay that's just saying which board placed higher or was it over under fourth right so i think that could be easier all right if i'll keep that in mind you know for uh, next time but you know seems 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 fun at least yeah. to me. I, I like listening to you guys Audition. complain. <laughs> There's not enough information, Colin. Mm -hmm. Why is this Cleave? Why is this Cleave second? This is in the Sultan. What board are you showing? Fair enough. All right. Um, our next and uh, last topic, I believe, is dealing with bad luck. I know. Nicolina, you have a problem. I'm salty today. I'm sorry for being so salty, but I just had bad things happen. I, I I think we all like go through stretches where you know things don't go well, especially in this game. I think this game kind of like 
loves or relishes the dealing giving people bad luck you know just like here's a one percent loss here's here's the six jumps you never asked for here is these are here are rules that you will never use any of the cards did you level i love saying that did i level here why are why am i getting one job oh, yeah. when i'm oh, tier yeah, three yeah. you know oh oh my god that's the worst thing that's all the time <laughs> so, you know. like, what i went to five today and two shops in a row i saw ones and twos only Mm -hmm. I, I know that life i know that life yeah. really well so uh any any tips you like do that. to deal with it or you know we're not all perfect people you know sometimes we don't deal with it well you know sometimes we're like ah uh personally for me i if if i'm having like a bad batch string you know sometimes i'll just end the stream sometimes i'll you know turn camera off i don't know why that is it's less pressure i guess so uh you know it just allows me to like relax and just like you know play without like caring too much about you know the uh what goes on there uh but i i think this game does have situations that put or uh, unlucky moments right i think every player that's played can think in their head oh yes this was unlucky this was unlucky this was unlucky right it's just something that happens in the game right um trying to calm yourself down in, in whatever way right sometimes it's not perfect right it doesn't work but uh, you do have to realize that every player is going through that right you're not gonna have um you're gonna have those games or those days where that things go really well but you're also gonna have those days where things go really bad right and, and sometimes just being able to be like okay so this day felt bad but i still climbed or uh this day felt bad and it, it was bad <laughs> It was bad, you know, but it's not, you know, this is, this is an outlier in my week or something like that. Right. So, um, you know, just being able to get past those moments and then move on. It, it, it does help a lot if you are able to, uh, keep that focus there. Um, I don't you know yeah. yeah, sure. And it's funny cause, um, Igor has been playing, um, like standard and wild and just like the other modes right mm -hmm. and he was raging earlier and he was like oh my god you know they top deck lethal or like uh, this better not be oh my yog or like you know he's just like freaking out about it or like it's like every time they get something it's created by it's the perfect thing they need <laughs> and um raging and i i said to him that i should say to myself as well but he has way more severe anger than i do but um mine turns to like laughter pretty quickly because i look at it as being absurd and he looks at it as being upsetting but i was like you have to think about the game as a test to you like this game is just a test and the test is are you mentally stronger than the game or can the game break you it broke me chat it broke me. does the game win against you like yeah. and if the game breaks you it wins and you know if you don't get upset by it yeah it's like a test of your mental fortitude and if you want to prove yourself like um mental gymnast, then you uh you can keep your emotions under control why does it test me day in and day out? It never gives me a break. I ask just one day, can you not test me? But no, it yeah. laughs in my face nope. and says, today is another day for mental destruction. I just wallow in my... And you just got to look back and just like, bring it. Bring it. I have brought it for dinner. <laughs> I'm done bringing it. 
<laughs> Fair enough. I, I, I think that's definitely a good way of looking at it. You know, just seeing if it breaks you. <laughs> Because you can't be like, oh, it's going to be fair next time. It's not going to be fair. It's never going to be fair. You can't wait for it to be fair. True, true, true. But you shitty. I, I mean, I'm a, got to get like not too philosophical, right? But I do like stoicism, right? So that, um, just the philosophy that events are neutral, right? And it's your interpretation, right? They're like very, very surface level right we're not going to go too deep into it so what gets me is uh the confidence right when my confidence goes down when it's bad luck and I also start thinking "Ooh, am i playing badly am i doing it wrong right and and that's because i can handle bad luck if i feel like i'm playing well i can do that for a long time but the problem is that you can only take so many losses before you start thinking okay there's got to be something i'm doing wrong and that's that's what gets me. That's what puts me in a bit of an off mood because um, then I don't know if I should keep queuing. Then I get a little bit like disheartened, and that's that's when I just you know like let's say I end the stream, I might uh, just sit down and ask myself, okay, am I doing the right things? Let's look at those games. Was it really bullshit? And I, I think that as a streamer or just anyone that records their games, that's such a good tool because yeah, it might be painful to go back and watch those losses. But at least then I'll know, right? I get to look at it with a fresh eye and say, yeah, okay, this was bullshit. But sometimes you'll also say, yeah, but I put myself in a position where I was able to get bullshit, right? Where if I didn't make this tiny mistake. But then I, what if it's not that way? What if it is just bullshit? If it's just bullshit, then I'll just be like, all right, well, statistically, I'm as likely as the next guy to get lucky and I'll just come back tomorrow. And yeah, that, that sucks what? in the moment. Then what do you do if like you think that okay like yeah next time I'll get lucky but then the next game you look back and it's like, just bullshit sure, and then sure. you think next time I'll get lucky and then you're like <laughs> so if that again? happens uh, if that happens and to then me, like, you're like bro. am I cursed? Should no, I, just, I, I do uh, get that. I do get that. I'm I guess <laughs> I'm I'm a bit more devil's advocate in that manner where I will then think okay well this is a bit too many in a row. I'll start watching other people, right? Let, let's, you know, let's just like make it into a scenario where this happens, right? Sometimes it's just, it's a dip and it keeps dipping, right? It's like, it doesn't go up again. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, yeah, it can't all be bad luck, right? And of course, see, it's possible, right? It could be all bad luck. But I think a lot of the time it's small things, right? And And sometimes, honestly, you just have such a bad session that you come back and you come back and you have this, honest mindset and you're like all right we're gonna give it a you know like fresh day fresh start and you get like two awful games as your first games and it just puts you yeah, in that mental state <laughs> right where you're like oh not again right and you start just <laughs> identifying all the bad luck and it's like everywhere and it's, uh, you start focusing on it like crazy and oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, and you just get this um this tunnel vision and you start missing these small opportunities where you could have made a difference just because you got so caught up in those two games where you legitimately got really unlucky and now it just feels like you're getting unlucky the entire day afterwards because you're a bit tilted and you're making you know not like huge mistakes but small things that could have bigger consequences in the game where we're talking a position where you could have been 100 percenter but it turned into an 80-20 and you lost the 80-20. And you sit there be like, see, I am getting a lucky. I lost an 80-20. But in reality, it's a small thing you could have done earlier, which would have turned it into 100 percenter. And it's it's those things where if you really stuck in that rut, um, 
and you do have the ability to separate yourself for that for a moment. Sometimes you don't, right? You just got to take a break, got to take a walk and just put the game down for a few days. Um, but if you do still have that ability to separate yourself from the game and just say, okay, let's just watch some streamers. Let's see what they do. And and the honest, I think the most honest way to do that is you watch a VOD and instead of just saying, I would have done that, you're like, okay, what would I do here? And then you watch them play yeah. out the turn and you're like, damn it, that's not what I would have done. And they made the better play. Okay, I need to work on myself. Or uh, even if they made the worst play, you can be like, well, mine would have worked out better because... Sure, nice. yeah, yeah, for Sometimes. sure. Sometimes. But the best part is when you watch them, like, just rip a hook tusk after a hook tusk, you're like, oh, I can play like that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still think too. Okay, but I think that is very, very pure. Shady Bunny, you're so pure. I mean, not always. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I'm human, right? I'll sit there and be like, God damn it, why does it have to be the worst hit every time? It, I um, think that my um my philosophy is just so much more jaded than that. <laughs> um, I think that well, of course I think, of course, that I know I don't play perfectly. Like of course. And nobody can play perfectly. And I definitely I don't rewatch my games because why relive bad moments? I think that just makes me more mad. And it's some like time I could be spending doing something else instead of, you know, reliving something that already happened. But um, I, I definitely think that it can have value, but also it can just be results oriented. I mean, you don't know what you're going to roll into after you know, and you could say then, yeah, I could have made this choice and whatnot. But there's no way to know if you would would or should accident or like actually change your choice um you can sometimes make the correct choice and have the the wrong outcome especially in battlegrounds like even it, and like so sometimes think it's just too many variables to really really say definitively by watching back what you should have done um unless it's more of a clear mistake maybe but i also think that Players are sometimes too hard on themselves and the game is random and it's just random and you just have to accept it. And that's just face value. It's random and Sound you can't like control it that much. We want to control it so bad. <laughs> we want to control mm. it really badly, but we just can't. And I also think that Hearthstone has a strong tendency to be streaky and it's just how it is. It's been that way ever since I've played it in Standard and even in Battlegrounds too, you can gain a thousand ranks in a day. I feel like it's harder to get ranks now, but you could gain a thousand ranks in a day. You can lose a thousand ranks in a day. You can gain no ranks in a day. (laughs) Like it's because of, you know, certain, the way the game's built and there's not much you can do about that. So I think that helps me let it go though. Cause I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's a lot of the time it's out of my hands, but certainly I do try my best to, um, control what I can control. We've been talking a lot about negative mumbo jumbo. What about good luck? You know, how do you deal <laughs> with good luck? You know, some people don't know how to do <laughs> You know, oh, I'm getting everything I want. What do I do here? You know, I, I, I think there are definitely I, some uh, moments where you hit everything and then, like, that doesn't mean you win, right? Because you're like, you're not expecting to hit the nuts, right? And since you're not expecting to hit the nuts, you're not ready to capitalize on it. And then you're like, oh, well, I got everything I wanted. And I still got like third. And you're just like, ah, you know, actually, like, I, I don't know if that like turned into bad luck. 
<laughs> like in your head where it's like I hit everything I wanted and it still wasn't enough. This guy somehow had a crazier void than me, you know. I've had that those moments where I'm like, I got I got everything was perfect and I still didn't win, you know, that kind of thing. But uh definitely, you know, in terms of good luck when you're having like a good swing of games, right? Those I definitely like to capitalize on that, right? Sometimes I like playing until I lose, right? If I'm having like a really yeah, me good too. Yeah, really good session. Like I just keep going until we lose. Because mm -hmm, it yeah. feels bad when you have the luck. You can't yeah. Yeah. like. But also, that's I'm a bit jaded. That's why the game is streaky. When you are on a loss streak, you don't want to stop because you're like, oh my god, I can just win one, and then I'll be happy if I um go off on a. I can't go off on a loss, so I have to I, keep playing. I and then everything about a game is designed to keep you in it, keep you playing. We keep playing more games, so that's why um, the streakiness benefits um, Hearthstone. It's like more time in the app because it's got the carrot and the stick, and you don't you don't want to end on a loss, and you don't want to stop playing if you're winning. Uh, I, it works both ways. Personally, it's I do not well have designed. that problem at all. Um, yeah, I feel like Collins and I are very prone to just be like, "All right, a bad game," and I feel like it played poorly. All right, I'll see, gone, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll see you guys tomorrow. The mindset of you know that, the, maybe not just specifically you guys. Yeah, for sure, you guys no. no. Very... We're, we're, yeah, we're saying just. I, I guess it's just we don't want the MMR to go down any further, right? For like the stupid yeah. mistake we made or whatever, we're just like, right, I'll come back tomorrow. So, but yeah, I, I think, think in general, of the design yeah. it's supposed to be that way. Yeah, I guess you know games are built, you know, to keep you playing, right? That's no secret. Mm -hmm. It's not satisfying to lose a game of Battlegrounds because you feel like you got robbed. And when you win, you love it. It's, you're like riding the high and you want it to keep, continue. You want to high roll again. It's like pulling a slot machine and you get sevens. So you're like, yes, keep I'm amazing. You know, I've got the luck. I've got, that's my good day today. I got to keep going like you guys just said. And if you lose, you're like, well, I got to get my money back. <laughs> got to get my money back. slot machine principle. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Um, definitely a lot of games have that tendency to... Want yeah, you not to just keep yeah, so you know, and there's different ways to do it, that's for sure. But yeah, I guess that's why I'm like, just you're very pure, I'm more cynical. And that's, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think, and there's a lot of pureness in, in some of your comments, you know, you just like to have that <laughs> side of the other side, just so you have the honest approach of looking at things, and I think that's very fair, uh, for sure. But then I think that's any other like final thoughts or topics about any any of the things we've talked about today. Anything you want to reiterate, mention, or anything like that? Um, well, on the topic of dealing with the good luck, I I do agree with the keep playing while the streak is hot. But I guess I have a more just built-in sort of check where I'm like, ooh, I got away with a lot of stuff I did wrong this game. Right, <laughs> I got lucky, but I can also identify. Yeah, I'm getting tired because I think that's usually the the problem where you're like, oh, I'm on a streak, but I'm getting tired. And I know that one of these games I'm going to mess up bad enough that it's I'm not going to get away with yeah. it anymore. Then and, I quit as soon as I make yeah, right. you just feel, <laughs> but the, the art is to stop one game before that happens, right? So <laughs> I don't have that. I like, don't do that either. Yeah, sometimes I don't do it either, right? But then I feel like, oh, this was that's so true, though. This was the one too many, like, right? You'll be sitting there like nodding off and then you just like um Shouldn't. don't get a minute on board and you're like okay i gotta i gotta go 
yeah, we're done here. Like yeah. the non-hero power, your taunted golden yeah. or king. You're like, all right, yep, that's <laughs> it. We're done here. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, just also enjoy it, right? Like, I think that's you know, like uh, very Hearthstone. You know, we talked about like it's streaky, but there's very high highs, there's very low lows. So just enjoy it. I think when things are going your way, just you know. I think some people might feel like they're not really entitled to the win them. I say, screw that, right? <laughs> you can get bad enough games. Just enjoy it. That that game is yours, right? That's it's just for fun in the end, so. All right. Uh, I think that's uh, that's been good. You know, been I'm quite always, the session, yeah. Yeah. I'm always... I'm so tired. Uh, I can't I'm believe always I'm worried. Um, Personally, about how short or how long these are gonna be, and I think uh, they're you know they're getting quite long. <laughs> you know, I think it's I'm... my fault. <laughs> no, no, every no. podcast I'm on, it just the it ends with like, oh my god, that was so long. I think I just talked too much. This this is That's one of I've our learned. shorter podcasts in in, in oh, recent really? Yeah, it's, it's no I'm good. Okay, because I've been feeling that trend. Like, like do I talk too much on podcasts? No. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I, you know, I love We're it. streamers. I mean, we talk for a living. Yeah. Right? I mean, you got to get used to it, right? Like, and, and I love having people that have opinions and want to talk about, you know, their experiences. You know, sometimes, um, you know, people won't talk or unless, you know, they know exactly what they're talking about. or You know, they don't want to interject or anything like that. And you, you were great at that. So I, I perfectly like it. Three strong anti-cleave opinions as well. So oh yeah, that okay. So that that one, you know, not not a. <laughs> I love cleave. You know, maybe <laughs> uh, maybe not the anti-cleave, but everything else is perfect. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that will be our show for today. Thank you guys for joining and participating. Thank you, uh, Nicolina, for joining us here. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was fun. Always fun talking to you guys. Thanks uh, for having me. I hope nope. you cast one of my tournaments. Yeah, for sure. Just let me know and I will uh, I will join that. Pick a sure. date. Pick, Pick a Saturday. Date. Uh, Saturday. Sure. Okay. I'll, we'll get we'll get we'll one. get the details uh, sorted out. But thank you guys for all the feedback, the improvement. Thank you guys for the comments. Um, if you guys want to send us all. Um, any 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 likes, any messages, any improvements and stuff, you can send it at hsbgpodcast at gmail.com. And you can reach me at educated Collins underscore Collins. You can reach Shady Bunny at Shady Bunny at Twitch. And where can we reach you, Nicolina? Uh twitch.tv slash Nicolina. <laughs> okay. Any Twitter or anything <laughs> else you want to shout out? My Twitter is Nicolina Moon or moon, underscore okay. moon or something like that. Okay. I don't really know. <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, search for Nicolina. You probably find me if I'm on that thing. I'll be. Yeah, just Google Nicolina and you'll find everything pretty much. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Nicolina.com. I have a website. Okay. Okay. As well. That's probably the best way, isn't it? Right. Like, because you you have everything. I don't update it very much. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. I think I do, but yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well. That's it for us, our show today. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week, pretty much. Goodbye. Bye. See you guys.